Star Wars 7x7, episode 530. Today we're talking about the Time Magazine cover story on The Force Awakens, and if you have not read it yet, then I'm going to warn you off of it. <laughs> Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And before we get to talking about Time Magazine, I have a little bit of news to announce. I'm very excited to reveal that Star Wars 7x7 has been downloaded in 100 countries now. 100 countries. Technically speaking, it's downloaded also in 13 principalities and other... (laughs) non-sovereign states, I guess you could say, but we officially hit a 100 countries milestone, and I am so incredibly grateful to everybody who's listened to the podcast and downloaded it across the entire six continents of the world, still waiting for Antarctica. Come on, Antarctica, I know you're listening there somewhere. Somebody has got to get a line on that seventh continent for me. Somewhere in a research station, there's somebody who has to love Star Wars and who needs to be listening to this podcast. But I digress. I just want to say thank you again very much. I'm in a wonderful mood knowing that As I'm recording this, it is 48 hours away from the debut of The Force Awakens, and this episode will drop a few hours from now, about mm, eight hours from now, actually, from when I'm recording this, but it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. We've been saying that for the last year and change, and it's just getting to be a better and better and better time. Oh, man. The Star Wars premiere, of course, happened on Monday at the, I think it was at, must have been at the El Capitan, I don't think it was actually at the Chinese, with that four-block-long tent that they had, where they basically took over Hollywood Boulevard. It's absolutely insane. And the live stream, if you haven't checked it out, is definitely fun to watch. It's archived, so you can actually still watch the entire hour 47. And, yeah, have fun with it. There are brief interviews with... Daisy Ridley and John Boyega and Gwendolyn Christie and Adam Driver and on and on and on. And one that was seemed a little awkward with George Lucas, but yeah, <laughs> things are a little awkward with him these days. So what do you expect? But uh, anyway, I want to tell you briefly about the Time Magazine article. I'm not going to talk to you about spoilers in the article, but I want to warn you off of it at least. Because one of the things that seems to have happened both with the... The Time Magazine piece, and also in Wired Magazine, too, this happened, where the writer, who, you know, is different, obviously, between the two different magazines, was allowed to watch 20 minutes of footage from The Force Awakens. Each of the writers were. I don't know if it was the same 20 minutes of footage for both writers, but the writer for Time Magazine definitely was a little more explicit in what he wrote for what those 20 minutes were. And I, like I said, no spoilers, okay? No spoilers. But what I will say to you is that it seems like, you know, the stuff that he wrote about covered a lot of what we've seen in the trailers and teasers already and kind of pieced it in an order for people to read. So if you're looking to some, for something to do with yourself <laughs> prior to waiting for The Force Awakens and you want to stay spoiler-free, I don't know, that kind of crossed the line for me a bit. And there's one other thing that 
I do want to mention because I'm kind of excited about this. It's the fact that I was right about something, and I'm not going to tell you what it is just yet because <laughs> that would be a bit of a spoiler. It hasn't been reported anywhere else. I haven't seen it anywhere else. But something happened on Force Friday where I was looking at something, um, one of the toy descriptions, and I said, hey, I wonder if this is blah, 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 makes this possible, blah, 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 blah. And apparently I was right. So if you really want to be a spoiler for yourself, then go back to my Force Friday broadcast on September 4th and listen for something that I can't even tell you what to listen for because it was like an hour-long um, video stream uh, broadcast that we did. But <laughs> there's one thing I called, and I'm kind of pleased that I actually intuited it. So that was kind of fun to see, even though it was a bit of a spoiler. But, yeah, what are you going to do? But I'll tell you about it after the movie comes out and after you've had a chance to see it. But I guess if you wanted to really read the article, just skip page 58. <laughs> Just skip page 58 and you'll be just fine. Because the actual article reads like you're already getting the the behind-the-scenes documentary about The Force Awakens, which that in itself I really enjoyed about the article. And there's a lot of talk about the the thing that they've been talking about all along. You know, real effects, real this, real that, you know, CGI, blah, blah, blah. You know, and there is a brief meditation about the prequel trilogy and about how... You know, they want to step back from what are seen as the sins of the prequel trilogy. But really, it is actually more about how they did it. And I really enjoyed that. It is about how they essentially devolved the entire filmmaking process. And not just necessarily devolved George Lucas's filmmaking process, but devolved the way that movies are currently made in general and the way things are shot on film. There was something I'd read in another um, publication not too long ago. And it was about shooting of one particular scene, and uh, one of the one of the folks involved had said that it was really kind of powerful because they didn't necessarily know they didn't necessarily know what they had on film, and they weren't going to know until they actually saw the film later. But because it was on actual film, it was not done digitally. That there was still this element of mystery and surprise as to whether they actually got what they got, and apparently they got what they got. So, yeah, we're speaking in a lot of vague. <laughs> kind <laughs> of vague uh, phrases and tones and, you know, wrapping ourselves around the corners of things here. And, you know, that's what you have to do when you're this close to The Force Awakens. I mean, when this episode drops, if I can do the math very quickly, it'll be 40 hours before The Force Awakens. People are already starting to line up. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful thing. Everybody is ready to recapture the feelings that they had. You know, again, as we've said on the podcast many times, say what you will about the prequels. Be a fan. Don't be a fan. It's entirely up to you. Uh, I do know that there is a significant amount of the Star Wars population that wants to recapture the feeling that they had if they had lost it. And that can't be a bad thing. I mean, it can be a bad thing if they're you know too vociferous and put-downy about the prequels. And I mean that in the sense of, you know, it's fine not to like the prequels if you don't like the prequels, but don't go bagging on people who like the prequels, okay? Because some people do, some people enjoy the heck out of them. Heck, you know, it's like bad pizza for me. I don't, I don't mind watching them at all. I enjoy it still. Yeah, you know, I like the other ones better, but what are you going to do, right? But it does feel like the joy has come back, and I feel like that is, you know, the best thing, that absolute best thing. There are a couple other things in the article about how the story itself has things that are familiar but reconfigured, and they mean it both from a story sense and also from the tangible effects sense. And that, I think, was probably the most 
fascinating for me about this whole article about how they take apart like washing machines and other you know random equipment and take interestingly shaped pieces and make them become part of the you know the sets and the the objects and the props and the models and whatnot and how that possibly translates into a feeling that you and I get with the Star Wars universe that was say we don't get with the Star Trek universe as the author of the article pointed out that there's a familiarity that even though we can't put our fingers on it that we still feel it and as opposed to the hermetically sealed iPhone world of Star Trek <laughs> as it was put in the article I like that a lot it's a it's an absolutely different feeling and we're all connected to it in a really strong way so Hang in there, hang in there, dear Star Wars fans. We only have a few hours left until The Force Awakens, and I think something has already clearly awakened inside all of us. I think The Force really is awakening inside all of us, and maybe that's what this is all about. Maybe this is really about the fact that this franchise still and truly does belong to the fans, and what JJ and company are really after is awakening something within us, not just within the movie and the confines of the story itself. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you've got a business that you need to get in front of a bunch of Star Wars fans, then I've got an idea for you. I'm looking for a sponsor to get the entire Star Wars 7x7 team over to London for Star Wars Celebration Europe next July. And we get a ton of exposure when we do Star Wars Celebration podcasts. Not just the regular episodes, but the bonus stuff, and all the in-person stuff too, not to mention all the live streaming video we do. So if that's something of interest to you, then reach out via the contact form at sw7x7.com and let's talk. Alright, let's have that trivia question, shall we? Dangerous and disturbing this puzzle is. Last time we asked you how many biker scouts Luke and Leia chased initially on Endor, and that was two. Today's question, what planet orbits twin suns? Good grief, they really gave you some softballs in this card. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you challenge the Jedi Council, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a test, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!